I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to the Dream Factory, the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast. The rules here are simple. We can discuss as many ideas as we like, but only one can be taken through to the next stage, where a reading from the script will replace the classified results every Saturday on Five Live. I'm Joel, a man who puts the pathetic in sympathetic, and across from me is John Harris, a man who has definitely remembered that this is broadcast on my birthday and is about to present me with my gift. What is it, John? Uh, we've got a suggestion from Muscles Tom this week. <gasps> Have we? Does that does that work? It works if it's about my birthday. Well. As this goes out, John, I turned 31 years old. As a 31-year-old man, have you got any advice for me? No, I sort of hate... I don't know. Everyone goes, oh, you're, oh you feel older. And then someone older goes, so you already feel old when you're my age. And you've, you know... But then you become that person looking at a 21-year-old saying, oh, I got a really bad hangover because I'm old. And you think, no, fuck off. Yeah. So that's all I have to say. That's pretty good advice. Happy birthday Thank to me. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. I think that should be the one that people sing when the cake comes out now. Yeah, a bit of Stevie. Controver- a bit of controversy on this podcast for once. Well, maybe this will make us a hit. Can you handle that, snowflakes? Hmm. Can you? Hmm? I know everyone knows this, but on the off chance that one person listening doesn't know this, you know that the the happy birthday to yeah. you yeah. was like under copyright until recently. So yeah, 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 a family who wrote that hundreds of not hundreds of years ago, but a very long time ago, were the richest people in the world. The, <laughs> they, were, they were richer than Bill Gates, Jonathan Birthday, the inventor of the birthday. Exactly. Yeah, it's good stuff. Hey, John, what about some film Hello. ideas? What about some birthday film ideas? Oh, yeah. Uh, here's one from Martin. Naked Gun, Maverick, which I guess yep. it works on every level. Now, John, does this mean, finally, something we've campaigned for for quite a long time, we finally get to see Tom Cruise naked? Oh, yeah, I guess we could go that, <laughs> we could go that way. I thought it was Naked Gun as in the, the comedy films. Of course it is. But... But I mean, also nudity, right? He's the he's the U.S. military's first naked pilot. I mean, I I don't want to speculate about Tom Cruise's penis because I assume that there's a lot of people who will come after me. So I'm sure it's lovely and normal. The Scientologists aren't going to come for you if you say Cruise has got a big wang, are they? Well, they're more likely to come after me if I say he's got a tiny wang, right? 
You said it. But also, that's, let's. I mean, that's such an archaic view of importance of wang size. <laughs> Which is your other podcast, isn't it? Importance of wang size with, yeah. with John Harris. Yeah, yeah. It's um, me constantly defending tiny penises. And one day, <laughs> I'll take it to court. Um, I think it's it's just Top Gun in its entirety, but everyone's naked. And it doesn't get mentioned once. Because the problem is, if you go down the sort of... Why can't I think... Net Leslie... Graham? No. No. Who's the guy's <laughs> t- naked gun? Grantham. Oh, my God. It's, Joel, we should be kicked out of podcasting for not... Leslie Nielsen. Yeah, that's my third the, guess. If you go down the Leslie Nielsen sort of parody plane movie, he also... He's already made the greatest parody plane movie yeah. of all time. Yeah. And there is some weird nudity in that film. Of course. <laughs> it's the 80s. It's... The only nudity I can think of is when the uh, they they simulate um, oral sex on a inflatable pilot. Is that the, no, is that the there's first boobs. airplane? There's, there's boobs, aren't there? Yeah, probably. You're boobs. right. Comedy films in the eighties sort of had to have boobs. There's sort of mandatory boobs. It's kind of ridiculous, really. Like at some point, do you think it happened in the writing process or in the shooting process where they would say, "Well, this is the time for the boobs." I think it happened. I would imagine one one time a, a parody film made in the eighties that you know of that nature or that ilk went to test screenings and all of the screen all of people came out just absolutely baffled. Just it couldn't <laughs> compute what they had seen. Where were the boobies? Where were the boobies? The first comedy film that didn't feature boobs. It's just Blue was minds. Um, <laughs> it's like yeah. So that I, famous I, story of people running away from the train, you know, from the train, the nineteen oh five train thing. The people were running away from the screening just. Not being able to compute the credits the rolled. The credits rolled, and there was like this realization in the screening cinema that they hadn't seen any boobs, and they ran out into the street just desperate to see some boobs. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, but I, I reckon I reckon it's it is the it's exclusively the eight. No, it's not exclusive the eighties. I'm talking out of my ass. You got no introduced to the film an American Pie. <laughs> is it still going oh, yeah. on? I don't think it goes on anymore. No, I think. I think post-American Pie, well, not post-American, post-whatever came after the seven American Pies, I think people sort of went... Let's when do. do you think the most recent American Pie was? Oh, that's a great question. And how do you even find that out? <laughs> uh, there isn't like a Wikipedia for American Pie like there is the Marvel Universe, which is a shame. Is it um, not? No, American Pie. I can't believe that. Oh, movies. John, would you do a American Pie movie marathon with me? Uh, yeah. Will, we, will it be content? Because I'll only do it if it's going to be content. It's Everything's content, John. We haven't had a conversation that isn't content in the last 10 <laughs> years. Okay, John, I want your guess for when the most recent American Pie movie was. And can I have an extra point for saying that I'm sure Eugene Levy is definitely in it at some point? Yes, you can have an extra point if that's correct. He's not in it. Okay. Um, oh, but his name is on the, his name's on the Wikipedia page. So you get half a point. John. American Pie Presents Girls Rules came out. It's a it's an American straight to DVD sex comedy film uh, from the year of our Lord 2020. Flipping hell! The American Pie films ran from 1999 to 2020. That is astonishing, that is- isn't it? It's the ninth in the series. There's as many as there are mainline Star Wars films, which has had the bigger cultural impact. It's impossible to say. Um, it is the first film in the franchise to neither feature Eugene Levy or any nudity. Whoa. That's very progressive of them not to include Eugene Levy. Not to include Levy. Eugene Levy. I agree. I agree. A real break from the... I wonder... 
I wonder wh- whose decision that was, the film or Eugene Levy's? Eugene Levy, well, Eugene Levy say eight is enough American Pie <laughs> films. <laughs> a man has to draw a line in the sand. So Eugene, we want, you to, we want you to be in the new American Pie film. Great, 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 great. And um, one little thing about the film is there isn't any nudity. I'm out. <laughs> his his star has sort of reascended with Shit's Creek, though, hasn't it? So I wonder if he's yeah, like, oh, oh, very good point. Very good point. Um, yeah, you're completely right. It does star Danny Trejo. He's probably the biggest name in it. But I mean, what won't he be in? You know, I kind of want to just stop doing this podcast and read the plot. The plot synopsis is surprisingly long on Wikipedia, so we won't do it. Um, ah, that's a shame. But um, I'm, that's what I'm doing with my evening. What I will say, listener, is I don't think we've had any American Pie ones, and the word pie is a very rhymable word. So I want absolutely. A, I want a barrage of American Pie pun suggestions going forward, please. Thank you very much. What about this one from Sophie? Thor, John, I have love to, I'm and- sorry. I have to give you the final line of the plot synopsis of. Sorry, America, please go. America, America, what's it called again? American Pie Girls Rules. The final line of the plot synopsis, which I will be reading later, is they all end up having sex with their respective partners. Ah, oh, lovely. <laughs> and, they all... and it was all a dream. The end. They all ended up having sex with their respective partners. I sort of want to watch this one. I don't, I don't want to do the whole... I want to watch them all. Yeah, I know you Me do. and you. Non-stop. <sighs> One, but you in, know, in like twenty-four hours, and we have to eat pie. We can only eat pies. That's okay. They're savoury pies and they're sweet pies. That's quite a good idea. We the, pair each film with a pie because it's it's all going to be depressing. Because as time goes on, they're going to get depressing because they're worse, worse quality films. Mm-hmm. But also, right at the beginning, we'll be watching them going. I can't believe this sex crime was viewed as okay by the masses at the time yeah. so it's all depressing listener let us know if you want us to release a mini series of nine episodes <laughs> where we eat a pie and watch a pie um because i think it might be our best idea yet pie guys <gasps> that's really good the pie guys god damn it that's it right that's our hit right come on what about this one from sophie thought love and chunder the god of thunder goes to magaluf sensational he does the oh, fish yeah. out of water thing so well how about a fishbowl out of water, John? <laughs> Have you ever consumed a fishbowl? Yeah. The, oh, Listener? a drink. A cocktail? No. <laughs> it's, I'm, I don't think I ever have. It's just a big jug of cocktail in a, in a comical dome, comical, isn't it, really? It's, a, it's in a comical dome. It's so big, yeah. Normally with several straws, so you can all get in there. Don't have that after COVID. Not anymore, man. Oh, has COVID killed the communal cocktail? Bev, it's a great I question. I think it might have done. I think it might have done. Uh, is that the follow-up buggle single (laughs) right so thor he can drink a lot we know that he can drink a lot he would have a better time of magaluf than i would well didn't you you go did you go to magaluf i've done magaluf the one of the funniest things in the world is that john harris went on a lad's holiday to magaluf more it's more fish out of water than a nordic god going on a lad's holiday to magaluf the thing is, Joel, if I go to Magaluf now, I would be welcomed like a king. They haven't forgotten about my time there. No, no, no. You left a real mark on, on Magaluf. Yeah. Never to be forgotten. There's, there's pictures you've, of me You've got the bars. only blue plaque outside of the UK. <laughs> John Harris had it large. <laughs> 2010 or whatever it would have been. Did you get really? Didn't you get really, really, really drunk? Didn't? Isn't? Haven't? Aren't you one of the people that got so drunk on one specific booze they never had it again? Yeah, Sambuca. Yeah. First night, Sambuca. Woke up on the street vomiting, thinking, "I'm that guy. I'm that guy. I'm the guy oh, on no. the street of Magaluf vomiting." I hope MTV aren't filming me. You've never had Sambuca since. 
I think I may have been forced to have Sambuca since, but I would never choose it. It's delicious. It. It's so delicious. I don't. Yeah, but you like licorice. I'm not a licorice boy. I love licorice. Is there yeah, a licorice so, pie? Ugh. Pie guys <laughs> will not be consuming licorice pie. <laughs> well. Is there a Christmas American there pie? There has to be. Because then there we can do Yeah, of course. Pie. Lovely. That is lovely. I think this is our best ever idea. It's sort of really hard for me to focus on the rest of this show. Um, anyway, Thor goes to Magaluf. He absolutely has it large. But while hammered, there's the threat to planet Earth. That's fun, right? Hammered. Joel, you said hammered. Oh, even... come on. <laughs> we can use that. That's in the script. Yeah, there's a threat to Earth. He's smashed. He has to, you know, drunken fight. and um, Have they done drunken he... fighting in Marvel yet? I don't think they have. It's probably no. got a weird, they're probably weird about including booze when they're primarily kids' films. I want to see yes. Thor in a fight, hammered, smoking a fag. <laughs> Don't you? Yeah, and there's a fun visual gag of him like, he's throwing the hammer around and stuff and he's sort of chucking his pint from one hand to another and doesn't drop a single drop yeah. of the liquid. That's great. Yeah. Perfect. Lovely stuff. What about this one from Mixtaping Identity, Joel? We need to talk about that. Zombieland. Zombieland. Okay. Some questions. Number one yep. question, how do they get on Zoom? Number two question, why are we scared of them if they're all the way over there on Zoom? Because mm. they did host, right? Mm-hmm. Which was the Zoom horror thing where they do a seance. But sort of spirits can travel from screen to screen, no problem. Famously. Famously. <laughs> yeah. They're much the, more tech savvy than a zombie. They they can travel via Wi-Fi, which we, we all yeah. knew that. Yeah. But... That was one of the risks with inventing Wi-Fi. It was like, sure, you're going to be connected wherever you are in the world, but spooky ghouls are going to be able to travel through this. And we had to make that decision. Tim Berners-Lee, when he pressed the big button, he knew what he was doing, what he was unleashing on the world. People talk about the internet being like... The A-bomb. Exactly. And, you know, the internet, is it when people say, is it a force for good or force for evil, that conversation is often quite confused because um the force for good it's you know access free access to information worldwide shared ideas and a force for evil people often talk about cybercrime, dark web things like that. that's not actually what people mean when they say that they mean scary ghouls that can travel through wi-fi absolutely i think fundamentally it's difficult to be scared of us. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> a a bit, like, you've, you've had we've had this before because we did um I can't remember. We were doing some sort of host one and you said about the idea if you on the Zoom call someone called the devil showed up, would you let them oh, in? Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah, so if you're just letting a zombie into your Zoom call, I think it would be more funny than anything. What, but what would be scary is if a zombie walked into my room now and you had to witness it eating me alive. True. Yeah, that would be scary. It's the, the like the powerlessness of sort of Yeah. What would you do? Yeah. I'd call I'd call the police and then they'd say where is that person and I'd say Somewhere in London. <laughs> yeah. They'd be like, yeah, we're getting a lot of calls like this. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. that's a good point. Uh, I'd, I'd shout and hope that the, the zombie put the headphones on and then we made a podcast together. Oh, no. Me and zombie. It'd be like the end of Shaun of the Dead where Ed's just still able to like carry out the basic task of playing a PlayStation and stuff in the shed. And you realise, I could have just replaced this guy with a brainless idiot years ago. Exactly. Yep, I like it. What I want to talk about is mixtaping identity. We'll do that in the post, yeah? We'll do that in the post. Don't let us forget it. Hey, how about this one? From Josh Pelvis. From the perspective of Elvis Presley's pelvis, this true story takes us through the journey of how Pelvis Presley 
was used to tantalise audiences, but also the strain that the weight of his success had on him. The life story of Elvis's pelvis. His most interesting body part after the vocal cords, right? Or maybe the hair. Some, some would argue it's the, the most exciting part of Well, it was banned Elvis. from TV. Yeah, and he was called Elvis the pelvis, right? Yeah. He wasn't called Elvis the great singer. Well, some people, I think, I imagine people probably did say that. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so this, we learn about his, his pelvis, the incredibly awkward conversations with the broadcasting companies when they said that Elvis can be on TV, but the pelvis can't. And, and Elvis strikes that deal. He cuts that deal. He cuts his pelvis out of the equation. We hear about the increased pressure on the pelvis as Elvis gets fatter and fatter over the course of his life. Mm. We, I mean, we see a lot of it on the toilet. That's not going to be fun. No. But that's but, uh, that's the harsh reality of this situation. In the interest of making it fun, can the pelvis be fully detachable? So when he does that performance on telly, where they say, don't bring the pelvis, the pelvis, the pelvis is... The pelvis is sat side of stage, fuming. <laughs> Smoking a big old cigar. Do you think it's the most famous pelvis of all time? It is, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I'd say so. Like, who else is challenging? Shakira? Yes. Mm. Only because depends- she sings about her hips not lying. She specifically references her hips. So the pelvis is the is the bone structure around yeah. that area, right? Yeah. Well done, John. Yeah, because I don't think I don't think it's like people don't really talk about pelvises. It's only because it rhymed with Elvis. I actually really don't like thinking about the pelvis. No. You know, are there some bones in your body? Are there some bits of your body, John, that you don't like to think about too much? The fact that they're just there hanging out. The pelvis is one for me. Because if you really have a good old feel of the pelvis, it's fucking mad. It's so mm. weird. Like, there's nothing else. You know, everything else is... Look, I know biology. Every other bone in your body is just a straight line. <laughs> Ribs, Famously. arms, legs, toes, fingers. Different sizes, sure, I'll grant them that. Straight lines. Skull, yeah, whatever. That's a different guy. Every other bone is a straight line. And then the pelvis, what's going on there? Yeah, you're right. It freaks me out, man. The audacity. Out. The audacity. The audacity. I don't know what to, to to tell you joel the 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 fact of the matter is the pelvis is sort of just another way of saying like bum isn't it really he's shaking his ass is he specifically actually, shaking no his pelvis? it's not the art it's not the ass you think it's the front bum a hundred percent i don't think elvis was shaking his bum i think he was doing yeah. hips side to side front on but then shakira's hips not lying is that yeah because she's going side to side so, so i guess it is it's all pelvis, pelvis. Listener, can you I'd let say, us know the third most famous pelvis? You'd argue, are you yeah. about to argue she's got a more famous pelvis? I just think what she's doing is more pelvisy than Elvis. I think Elvis, you're right. He should have been called Elvis the penis. <laughs> simple, simple. Yeah, it's good. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. 
Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. John, would you like to do our ideas? No. Okay. I'd like to do... Seeing as it's your birthday, I'd like to do part one. Yes, part one of Muscles Times. Oh, shit. Idea. Strap in. Um, so anyone who doesn't know, Muscles Tom is a man. He's, he's more of a vibe than he is a man. And he mm. sends us movie ideas that are incredibly long and detailed and sort of frequently about furniture. Although the last one he sent to us was sort of like... An a- action epic where yeah. a hero just sort of killed everyone for no mm. reason. Um, so anyway, hi guys. Hope you don't spook easily as this week's tale of terror is sure to leave its mark. Shit. I sent this story over to Stephen King a while back. He sent it back to me in a bag of cinders. Surely a sign <laughs> it terrified him. <laughs> I was going to shock him even more with the witches that live next door. Brackets, not literally, of course. But unfortunately, the restraining order he now has placed on me prevents any further contact with him whatsoever. Clearly, he was deeply disturbed by what he read. Anyways, enjoy. <laughs> right, I'll give you part one. I think it's a two-parter. Yeah, so we okay. can do this in two parts. Right, part one. The opening of our movie begins with rain pouring down on a miserable day in the big city. A pigeon can be seen looking down at busy traffic and bustling people below. The camera pans through a corridor of an office building and settles into a room which looks more like a study than an office. <laughs> very specific. Very, I quite very... Li- it's important you know, to delineate, yeah. Exactly. And he's really sort of painting a picture with words, which I would say is an evolution of his writing style. <laughs> Peter, our leading man, has his head in his hands as he sobs. Now listen here, Peter, says an intelligible, posh Englishman. He is Peter's solicitor. Your grandmother is dead, he continues. Now, we mustn't dwell on the past, dear boy. The question is, what the devil do you intend to do about this blasted mansion? Peter looks up, his eyes redder than the sun. He looks like he's been crying forever and a day. What? asks Peter with an element of surprise in his eyes. It appears, my dear boy, your late grandmother went senile in her final days, cut everyone out of her will, except you. It's all yours. I don't understand, quizzes Peter. Blast it, man, replies the solicitor as he slams his whiskey down on the desk. It doesn't matter what you understand. It only matters what you intend to do. Very aggressive. Drinking whiskey. Old school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, we weren't given a time, but I'm imagining we're in like the 70s now. Yeah, I was picturing kind of 70s. I just think solicitors aren't drinking whiskey in the office anymore. The, uh, an office that looks like a study. And what shall I do? Peter, whose eyes have started to clear up from all the pain and despair from a few moments ago. Well, my dear boy, I suggest you get yourself up there to the mansion. Leave this forsaken city and your family behind and go live up there. If your grandmother was daft enough to let you be the sole benefactor of her estate, then I think you better count (laughs) your blessings and take it. Don't you? The camera slowly pans up on Peter, who raises a smile from here to eternity. Crikey. And his eyes begin to light up as the revelation sinks in. There's a big, bold line, which I assume means scene. 
Peter is driving his car for an old country lane. The sun is setting over the hills and it's about to get dark soon. He arrives at a local village. Perhaps I'd better stop here for the night, he thinks. I can finish my journey to the mansion in the morning. He parks his car and notices a small little pub that looks a delight to spend the night in. The sign swinging above the door reads, The Goat's Head. As he enters, he sees a cosy fireplace roaring, hot stew on the stove, and the ales look divine. It's so cosy. Ah, hello, he says as he reaches the bar. I'd like a room for the night, if I may, and a glass of your finest ale. Leave this place and never return. (laughs) (laughs) The bartender snaps. We don't like strangers around these parts. Oh, Fred, please, the landlady interrupts and looks at Peter. Excuse my husband, he can be a little rude sometimes. A room for the night, is it? If you please, and a pint of ale if it's not too much trouble. A few minutes pass, and a large hand slams a drink on the bar. There you go, she snaps. Enjoy it, as it might be your last. Sorry, that was he, the rude man, not she. He turns away and distinctly whispers, You maggot! There's chatting and playful laughter heard throughout the pub. Everyone is enjoying themselves. Where are you heading to? the landlady asks. If you don't mind me asking. Not at all, Peter replies. I'm on my way to the old manor estate. The pub falls desperately silent <gasps> glasses can be heard falling to the floor a hat falls off one man's head <laughs> <laughs> old manor the lady jitters as her hands start to tremble like a morris dancer yes is there a problem the lady snatches the beer out from his hand and throws his car keys back at him i think you better leave be on your way if you don't mind yes but she said on your way the barman growls as he crushes a walnut with his bare hands <laughs> Peter Peter gulps and grabs his things. Yes, well, uh I suppose I should be going anyway. Thank you for the drink. He tips off his hat and to the and to the landlord he says, Good evening, and then he leaves. Ooh. Whoa, what is gonna happen at the old manor, John? <laughs> Spooky Muscles shit. Tom. I hope, I hope they don't have Wi Fi. This sounds like Muscles Tom back on form to me. I mean, he's he's in his wheelhouse. Spooky. He really is. Spooky, spooky is, buildings. I love the departure to action, but having <laughs> Muscles Tom back in spooky buildings, I just feel safe. Ironically, I feel safe. I can't wait for part two. John, should we quickly do our ideas? Yes, please. The running Multiverse man. of Magnus. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger is responsible. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger is responsible Dr. Strange for the dance craze of the 80s. To- Yours is good. Uh, mine was Multiverse of Magnus. Doctor Strange travels through dimensions to find a really good cider. He's pissed like Thor in Love and Chunder. Oh, yeah. This is just like a hammered Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, lovely stuff. I'm really I into loved, that. Um, I loved the, the image of Arnold Schwarzenegger trying to dance. Love it. Yeah, I thought great big Mr. Olympia, Arnold Schwarzenegger, creating the running man would be quite funny. But his thighs would just rub together, right? So they rub so, together. The chafing would be unimaginable. That's I'd the only reason f- I'm not that size. So I'm so scared of chafing. Because <laughs> you love to do the Running Man. I love the Running Man. I love the Running Man too much to commit myself to bodybuilding. It's a shame. It's bodybuilding's bodybuilding's loss is <laughs> the Running Man's 80s cake. dance craze's gain. <laughs> uh, John, what do you think was the best idea this week? Uh, oh, should we give it to Muscles Tom? He's back on form. Muscles Tom's back. He's winning awards. We um we need to we need to leave this Zoom because into the Zoom call comes three of the undead to eat my brains. Hey John, well done. I thought you did really well. Thank you. 
Um, yeah, it's it's a rare evening record for us. Yeah, um, it's a different. It's a different energy. Different energy. I don't mind definitely it. different vibe. No, I'm 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 having a great time. Normally we're a, we're a mid morning um, record. Mm. Listeners, you can probably tell from the sort of energy that we're exuding that we're normally recording in mid morning. But yeah, yeah. This evening you can hear the birds singing. It's an exactly. evening, which means my usual seat isn't a million degrees. It's only half a million degrees. Before we go, John, I uh, would like to plug a podcast called Mixtaping Identity, which I was a guest on last week. How um, dare you cheat on me? Well, I actually saw it more as a promotional tool for the Dream Factory. Oh, thank um, you. So it would be like if I was having an affair, if I was in a relationship and I had an affair with someone that was beneficial to the relationship, like a plumber who was fixing the pipes. <laughs> And you I would don't say, mind that's the... okay. <laughs> yeah. We've had... He's fixing the pipes. He's giving us how much of a discount? Exactly. Um, okay. I like it. It It's really fun. It's kind of like Desert Island Discs. You create a playlist based around 15 set questions. And on the Monday, the playlist goes live ahead of the episode going out on Thursday when you talk about the tracks and why you chose them. Uh, and that's out now. So you can search Mixtaping Identity to find my episode. And lots of episodes with actually good, famous people. And one of my songs, John he said was the second best ever choice on the show whoa that's a lovely tease i need to listen i will listen and i will get back to let you let me know what you think because i was quite nervous job. to do it because i don't really know how to talk about music uh, other i text you this at the time other than saying i like this song because uh, i like when i hear it next song uh well i really like this song because when i hear it i like it, it and i was worried some of the episodes good. are so long some of the episodes are like 90 minutes and i thought oh no i'm gonna have to say more than that on every song but i really enjoyed doing it and i think it was good fun and i will never listen so go and listen people enjoy it let me know what you think and then listen to the other episodes with really good guests well done everyone bye mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and it's all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands plus quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices pack your bags with high quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with quince go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365 day returns sick of being upsold at gyms my guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Send the guys a movie idea Tell your friends that you like the show Follow us on social media Then you'll be the best listener